everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Funny Business Podcast. It is a great week. Things are turning around. We have sports that are back and more sports are coming back. We have, there's a vaccine that's in the works and it looks like it's doing pretty good for the coronavirus. That was last week's news, but I'm going to throw that in there for this week. But the big news of the week, Mike, I know you saw this. We were blessed with a new Taylor Swift album and it is fire. Matt, I have to wholeheartedly agree with you. It was a banger. I mean, a chill banger. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, there's not like, I wouldn't say, it's definitely not a pop album. So if you haven't listened to it, you got to change your expectations because there's no, there's no Shake It Off. There's no 22 on here. It's definitely like got some fall winter vibes to it. And I wouldn't even say there's like a definite like banger on it. But I think it's one of her best albums. I, I thought almost every song on there was quality. Yeah, I, I think, too, uh, especially what we have going on with, uh, you know, I always say with the coronavirus and racial injustice and just a bunch of things that are just happening. I feel like it, it's the perfect quarantine slash work from home playlist that you can play. And most of the time with her albums, I mean, I know you're a big Swifty man, but like most of her albums, there's like one or two really great songs like this album as a whole. You can listen to it and not be like totally out of the loop as far as her her album as a whole. So I Give props to T Swift on a, a good another album for sure. It was funny because she just dropped it like on a one day's notice. She's like, "Hey guys, I made this album. It's coming out tomorrow." I was it's like, "What out. the hell? That was awesome. Good surprise." <laughs> oh man, Matt. Well, we have another episode, like you said, of the Funny Business Podcast. We're on episode fifteen, and Matt, I, I actually do have a surprise for you. Believe it or not, uh, oh. multiple surprises. So I found this actually, uh, as you can see on the YouTube video, this is actually going to be pretty horrible, but look what was sent in to my house. If I can uh, angle it the way it's, uh, it's it's very dark. I can't make it. Does it say road? It says it's road. It's a road hat. So when we entered in that podcast, yes, I got a hat sent to me. (laughs) I thought you were going to say we won. Oh, no, man, that dude, I would I would have messaged you beforehand. We we, <laughs> we submitted for this contest to get a bunch of podcasting gear and whatnot just to be better, and and we lost. But I I got a hat. That's still that's a good so, consolation prize, right? So the next time we submit something, I'm putting your address down so you could get something yes, sent to your that's house. That's genius. Beat the system. Absolutely genius. Yes, completely. Just just enter in just to get free stuff. But nonetheless, guys, we're gonna jump into today's uh, entertainment topics for today. We are going to start off all the way down, right? Down or, or across is the best way to put it. Yeah, uh, down, down. Diagonal. 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 We're going to go diagonal today, ladies and gentlemen. I, it actually might be down now that I'm thinking of it. Down, like Jason or like Jason, like Jay-Z? It's somewhere in the yeah. Caribbean. Down, 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 down. Anyway. Yes. We're, we're just going to jump right to it. We lollygagged it up, but um, we're going to go all the way down to Jamaica. Yes, that that's right, Jamaica. And we're going to talk about this wonderful gentleman who won the jackpot on the lottery. And, uh, you know, Matt, it's interesting because people who win, they they go to collect their earnings and they kind of get a photo op and they kind of get press releases and a bunch of contracts signed. But it felt like this individual needed to hide their identity. Uh, and lo and behold, came into the, uh, the, the company itself in a... Uh, a Darth Vader outfit. And Matt and I are, of course, two big Star Wars fans and, uh, you know, was posing with the, the lottery, of course, with the lottery company. And, uh, yeah, Darth Vader costume. As as someone that's worn a Darth Vader costume, it it's it's pretty cool to wear. Uh, it, it's even what, better to wear in a situation like this. Yeah, I mean, for for the uh, the, the the jackpot in Jamaica, it, it tended it turned out to be ninety five million, um, but it was actually in the U S currency. It's six hundred fifty one thousand dollars. That's crazy, right there. I that's mean, still a lot. That, yes, but like the <laughs> the the drop between that is insane to think about. Yeah, I mean, I think what it comes down to about this, Matt, is the fact that I feel like we never ever hear any follow up as far as anybody who wins a jackpot through a lottery you know where are they now are they working with um you know are are they are they working are they investing are they at this big house like we never hear anything about them and i feel like they just go into this whole state of hibernation and they just are with themselves and their money and their family and it kind of just all culminates to that but we 
have no idea who this person is because it's Darth Vader. <laughs> I think I think this is actually smart by him in a way because when when there's like a jackpot in in or in in the U.S. that gets yeah. up to like five hundred million and there's a winner, people usually like wait a few days until like the whole hype goes down because once someone hears that you won five hundred million, you're gonna have five hundred million people contacting you being like, "Hey, man, like this is a startup company I'm trying to do." Or you'll have like quote unquote friends from remember high school when we were friends like, in high remember school. Remember we we played on that pee wee football team together, and <laughs> I made that great block so you could get a touchdown like on the sideline. Like, there's a lot of like while it's good to win the lottery, there's a lot of bad things that also come with it. So hiding your identity in this situation isn't a terrible idea. I actually think he was pretty smart. No, and they they did actually post for a photo op and a, and a very interesting one but matt i'm a little upset because there's a photo op to what i believe is their um one of their representatives uh from this lottery and darth vader and they had the lightsabers clashing with each other mm-hmm. darth vader's lightsaber's yellow that's not ooh, right ooh, <laughs> yeah i just realized that myself yeah that's there's only even one person with the yellow lightsaber and yeah. that was ray ray that's spoiler alert. How, how the hell do you mess that up I, I I don't know, man, but he's still still posing for the uh, the uh, the photo op with his check. Uh, from what I can read is uh, W Brown. So they actually didn't say his uh, full name itself. It was just W Brown. So I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, just moving on with the article from the Huff Post. It, it said that Brown, or we just call him, let's just just call him Vader. Uh, <laughs> Vader uh, said that he watched the live drawing on TV. Um, and when his name was called, celebrated the victory and took a shower and, and went to sleep. I, I didn't know Darth Vader actually took showers. That's <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the first thing I would do after winning the lottery. I think I'd probably go somewhere to spend a little bit of it. But, you know, congrats to him for... The, 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 here's the other thing I have, I have a question about. Yeah, Back to the light, whole lightsaber thing. Yeah. Did he come in with the yellow lightsaber? Like, you know, does, I, does he own a Darth Vader suit with a yellow lightsaber? Because that's that's even a bigger story than this. You know, I'm, I'm checking I'm checking out the, uh, the the photo itself, and I believe, Matt, it was Photoshopped. So I don't mm. think, just based on the okay. hands and the comparison between the hands to the lightsabers, I mean, you have to Photoshop lightsabers anyway. I mean, I've done it a couple times, and, like, I've just taken a stick. So Also it, true. Yeah, they don't just sell lightsabers on the street. Right. <laughs> Which, by the way, I've been like, it's like a guilty purchase that I've been wanting to make is buying a lightsaber from like one of those lightsaber websites that like oh, they look you so see cool. all the time on TikTok. But yes. like, I just don't yeah. want to drop $66 on a, on a freaking lightsaber that, I don't know, will just show up every once in a while if it's a cool party trick. Like, <laughs> Yeah, owning a lightsaber would be awesome. Now, did you see at the bottom of this article, they said there was a $1 million winner who wore a scream, scream mask? Like a Halloween scream mask oh. to collect his his prize. Is this like? I mean, I think that's like. Do people just dress up all the time now to to pick up the lottery winnings? I think that should be like a rule. Like if you win a lot of money, you have to come in in a funny costume to pick it up. Are we seeing a trend, Matt? I think that I think you're you're asking the question. Are we seeing a trend? And I, so, I feel like we might. So, so now the question is: If you won the lottery, what costume would you wear? Oh my god! I knew. I, you know, I felt like I was going to turn this to your question, but you beat me to it. Um, I feel like if I had a costume, you know, I, I think, oh God, see, I, I've, I've gone as I got older, I've gone to outfits that you can actually see my face. Like Mm -hmm. two years ago, I was David S. Pumpkins from the SNL skit. Um, last year I was a fisherman. Uh, I forget what else I was a couple years back. Um, I was a nerd at one point. I was a vampire. You're so a like every day. Okay. Boom roasted. <laughs> Boom roasted. All right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like I would go in. I feel like a, a. I don't want to say a cougar, but like I feel like our mascot's a cougar. But I just come in a cougar costume. That's a good <laughs> idea, actually. I think I would probably go as like a football player, but like wear a helmet with a visor, because. There's thousands of millions of football fans in the world that no one could just say, oh, the only one person has that costume. Like, anyone could have that costume. Yeah. Something, definitely I'd wear something that covers the face. Yeah. I see, like, I wanted to wear, I was going to say Anchorman, like Ron Burgundy, but, like, mm-hmm. it would just change my hair appearance. And Yeah, put on, like, a fake mustache. Right. 
<laughs> Andre. <laughs> Sorry, that that was a line from the movie. For those who don't know, I highly recommend. If anybody, that's probably by far one of my favorite uh, movies to to go watch. Anchorman or Anchorman Two. An- you can yeah, watch definitely both. watch Anchorman first. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great Odin's rear. <laughs> Wait, no, it's by the there's, beard of Zeus. <laughs> there's so many quotable lines from both oh, of those. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. 60% of the time, it works every time. So Yes. Um, kind of to wrap up, uh, you know, he was asked what he's going to do with his money. Uh, Vader just said, I, I want to decide what is the best thing to do before spending anything. I need to decide what my goals are, but I know I want to own a bust. I love coasters. Wants to own a bus. Wants to own a bus. That's not a bad aspiration, my friend. You know, when he's got the money, he can do what he wants with it. Buy a luxurious bus, like a party bus. That'd be pretty sweet. Right. So his own, like, party bus business? Or just go around partying in his own bus? See, we have to be careful because the party bus business sounds like funny business to me. And we we need to try to push that out a little bit more. Like, try to mull that out and making sure funny business because... You know, you could be writing a, a mock-up as far as, uh, you know, how to take care of yourselves for the coronavirus. And, of course, taking a time to yourself is fantastic. Yes. And one of the things is listening to a funny podcast. But you should be listening to the Funny Business Podcast. <laughs> Funniest podcast out there. Funniest podcast out there. Ran by two dudes who are college roommates and now best friends. Yep. In no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully, um, Mr. Vader will be uh, hopefully building another Death Star with his money, too, as well. So we will see. Hopefully, if we have any follow-up, we will let you guys know. Um, speaking of follow-ups, Matt, on to the next topic. Um, it is a sports topic, but I feel like we need to revisit this because uh, we spoke about it not too long ago, um, about South Korea um, using sex dolls as fans for one of their football or their soccer games. Um, as Matt said, baseball is back, baby, opening weekend. Um what we've been seeing at ballparks now is cardboard cutouts um, fan with, filled with fans specifically, but um, sometimes with celebrities as well. Um, and, and Matt, I know you're, you're a big baseball guy, and I know we probably have a lot of baseball topics to talk about later in the show, um, but kind of want to hear your feedback. What do you think as – I mean, I feel like you're a bigger baseball fan than I am. I love baseball, but I feel like you know a lot more than I do. Um, what are your thoughts on how – I feel like we'll talk about this, but like your thoughts on the – Let's talk about the presentation of the game. That way we're not talking too much about baseball itself. Like, talk, talk to me about the presentation of the game with these cutouts and other things that you've seen. Okay, so I like the cutouts for two reasons. I like them because, one, it gives the teams a little bit more revenue because people pay anywhere from, like, I've seen anywhere from, like, 40 to, like, $100, depending on the team, to get your picture on a cutout in the game. So I like that because they're not getting, you know, concession revenue and things like that. So it's good for the team, and it's awesome for fans because I feel like these cutouts, it's more, it's easier to notice someone as a cutout than it is if the stands would be packed. Like, obviously, everyone always notices the person in the front row, or do you know who Marlon's man is? Uh, yes. So the the guy who always wears the Marlon's jersey that always sits, like, right behind home plate at, like, every yep. big game, he's easy to spot, but he's basically a celebrity now. So for season ticket holders that, like, maybe have seats, like, on the first base side, like, fifth row in, now getting yourself, like, behind home plate or even, you know, behind the dugout, I feel like it's a little easier to, like, see yourself that way. Um, I've also seen, I believe it was Fox. I was watching baseball on Fox Mm -hmm. this week. They had digital fans. Yeah, how was that? I never got a chance to see that. It was... It was weird to watch because sometimes, like, if there was a fly ball, they would use the digital fans, and sometimes they wouldn't. But it's pretty cool. Like, they can put, like, it makes it look like the stands are packed. They can change, like, the logo of the the team, like, on the fans' shirt, like, during yeah. the game. They were showing it, like, they put the fans up, and then they made them all, like, Dodgers. And then, like, a second later, they were all Giants, and then they put a little mixture of both. So it puts a little more normalcy into this. And I don't know if you also saw they're pumping in, like, fake crowd noise into the game. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that. I was degree. watching. I was watching the Yankees on Yes. Okay. And they it was their first broadcast, and they were really struggling with like how when to cut the music, when to not. Like it was really bad. They're gonna figure it out eventually. But it's kind of cool. Like they're even doing it in the stadium. So like when a guy hits a home run, it sounds like their fans are cheering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like all of these ideas. Hopefully it's only for a short period of time until we get the fans back, but it brings a little bit more normalcy into the game. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm scrolling through some of this the celebrity, quote, celebrity cutouts that we've seen. Um, Mets game, I don't know if you saw it. Somebody actually made a cutout of their dog and put it in the stands. Um, we had Anthony Cossie. I forget that's that's his last name. There was a really, really famous photographer that, that uh, really shot a lot of MLB games and, and passed away, unfortunately. But, um, you know, continuing on, there was Guy Fieri, you know, Flavortown. Flavortown was at the Dodge. Was it Dodgers? I think probably nope. the Giants. 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 Yes. It was in yeah, San Francisco. Did, did you see going back to that dog real quick? I think it was at the Mets game. Someone hit a home run and it hit a dog right in the nose on his cutout. Oh. <laughs> yes, but that's also another cool thing that team's been doing. So I think it was the Dodgers. All of these donations are going to their charity, and they raised like five hundred thousand dollars already for yeah. their charity just on fan cutouts, which is pretty yeah. cool. I know that the Phillies. I, I was I was watching Phillies with um some of my uh, I don't call them my in laws, but they're <laughs> Jenna, Jenna's parents. <laughs> yes, um, they were uh, watching and, and I saw that they actually were honoring some of the first responders and some of the essential workers. Uh, their first night when they held their um I guess the scrimmages when they were holding their scrimmages. So they were hosting like Thomas Jefferson University and a couple other places. So um and I think that those cutouts were around $40 that you could get yourself mm-hmm. a cutout for. So I think it, it just keeps the people engaged. It's, it's more than just baseball. And I feel like having this opportunity to do so, um, it, it really brings, you know, who, who else says, Oh yeah, I had a cardboard cutout of myself at a baseball game and I wasn't even there. And that, that could just be a moment in history where you come out like that. As someone who knows how passionate baseball fans are, minor league baseball fans, professional baseball fans, everyone, if, if if people just love baseball, they will pay money for a lot of things to get their name and face out there. Or to even take that they love because they love, yes, Uh, because they just love supporting their team local or just the childhood favorite team. They're going to do anything they can to help promote them out. And teams have also seen, I don't know if you saw sometimes like in the outfield teams have been putting up like, kind of like a cover over the seats so it doesn't look like there's empty seats and they've actually mm-hmm. been selling like sponsorships so like companies can put yeah. a logo like out on there well, that's pretty like, smart. again the teams are really struggling to make a lot of money right now and this is just a way to kind of show every to bring everyone together and to also raise a little bit of money for themselves yeah now i know with the the nba i know we'll probably get that into <laughs> a lot of sports happening so we're going to talk about all of them but um i knew they were hosting some zoom calls with some fans and they were hosting it on the big screen so in this bubble which i'm sure we'll talk about a little bit more later um they're actually hosting some live video shots of people who are on their zoom calls and watching the game itself so like kind of brings that entertainment and also more realness to a degree for our uh, yeah, fans, it's a little but, bit more normalcy, I guess you could you could yeah. say. So, unfortunately, you know, I, I don't think we will see the stands packed as of right now. Um, but I certainly feel like this is the really best opportunity that I think each of the baseball teams are making in, in order to a keep their players somewhat in the normal realm, but also be engaged with the fans because fans are what make baseball great. Absolutely, fans make every sport even better and the fact that that you know we can't have fans at games really sucks but this helps a little bit certainly so all right on to the final topic of the entertainment portion of this podcast episode 15 of the funny business podcast now matt uh wrote in the show notes today that i was going to give you a quiz um i felt amazing because i was not going to tell you what type of quiz that it is um this is just a straight um, quiz that you will try to be answering. Um, and, and Matt, it is super fitting because I knew 100% that you were going to bring it up. But yes, Taylor Swift did release a new album Uh-oh. this past week. So Uh-oh. Matt, you know, you think you're a Swifty man? I like to think I'm a Swifty. All right. So you're going to try Oh no! to fill in the blank with these lyrics from taylor swift songs <laughs> lyrics okay i think i can do pretty decent I, on this i feel like you could do decent on it so i'm not going to sing them i will just okay read i'm them not in gonna sing them either so um okay. you have 10 questions uh and yeah. i will read them out loud uh each of them has four choices um and uh i really hope that matt you you proved to yourself that you're you're a true swifty so. so this is multiple choice this is multiple choice and do i get to know the song beforehand 
I will read the lyrics and you will finish. You'll either finish the lyrics. Yeah, each each one you will finish the lyrics. Okay, but I don't know what song it's from. You do not know what song it's from. Okay, that's fine. I can do this. I do. Wow, a little confidence there. Confident. <laughs> All right, Matt. So in. so I believe this this one's a, a real easy one to start off with. So, okay. okay, first one. So, again, I will say the lyric, finish the lyric. Well, I'll say the lyric and I'll say blank and then I'll say your choices and then um, whatever you lock in, just say lock in my answer because I have to click on the, the answer. So. <laughs> Sounds good. I got this. All right. First set of lyrics. She wears high heels. Blank. I wear a t-shirt. No, I wear sneakers. Final answer. I, I'm giving you the choices. I know. Okay, <laughs> let me hear the choices. I wear booties. Nope. I wear wedges. Nope. I wear white vans. Nope. Or I wear sneakers. I wear sneakers. Final answer. All right. All right. You got it right. I almost got ahead of myself on that one. Uh, bonus points. Do you do you know what that song's from? Uh, you belong with me. Okay, cool. Uh, I feel like I should keep track of this just in case. <laughs> I would like you to keep track of that. Actually, yeah. I'll keep I'll keep track of the bonus no, points. Give me give me one on give you. me one second. Look at that. It's a little access with the pencil. Right, one for so. one. Yes, got a are... little my, got a little ahead of myself on that one with the t-shirt thing. Yep, you are one for one. But that's sir, the so. next line, I believe. Already a Swifty. So, question number two. See, you make your way blank. A, through the park. B, through the crowd. C, through the sky. Or D, through the time. Through the crowd, final answer. Through the crowd, final answer. It yep. is correct, Matt. Do you know I what song that's from? No, I can't think of the name of the song off the top of my head. I knew it was crowd, but I can't think of the name of the song. Do you want to throw a guess, maybe, just in case? Uh, oh, it's Love Story. Oh, would you look at that? Yeah, you got that right, story. man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, next one. On to, question, uh, to lyric set number three. He'll never see you blank. Dance, walk, die, or cry. Ooh. I actually don't know this one. Oh, <laughs> can I can I hear the answers one, uh, the choices yep. one more time? I'll say the I'll say the set again, and I'll and I'll say the, the choices. So he'll never see you dance, walk, die, or cry. I'm gonna go cry. Final answer. I cry actually don't fi- know this one. Cry. Yeah. Final answer. It is cry. Ooh. <laughs> can you take a wild guess as far as what the song is? Twenty two. Final answer? Yeah. You are incorrect. It is, okay. I knew you were trouble. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know what song that was. <laughs> All right. So three You guessed three. it right. I did. So, on to the next set. We're happy, free, confused, and lonely in the blank. Same way, best way, worst way, worst times. Best way, final answer, it's from 22. <laughs> hippity hoppity we got somebody on the spotty uh-huh. oh yes <laughs> oh you know that was a rhyme <laughs> that was a good one wow. wow you're doing great man all right next one baby i miss you and i swear i'm gonna change blank trust me love me taste me lust me say it again baby i miss you and i swear i'm gonna change blank trust me love me taste me lust me trust me final answer it is correct hey what song is you know what song it's from uh um oh it's uh we're never getting back together (laughs) shit man (laughs) i'm on fire you on fire i'm on fire ricky bobby so, so, so for for those keeping at home, uh, Matt has a total of he's five for five right now in uh, the actual lyrics, but he is only, I believe, four or five. Four or five. I feel like the lyrics are going to get harder from here. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, this next one I even know. So okay, <laughs> all right. Got a long list of ex lovers. They'll tell you, I'll behave. I need help. I'm insane. I'm like death. I am insane. Final answer, blank space. Yep. <laughs> that was easy. That, was that one was easy. easy. That was pretty easy. Okay. Next set. Red lips and blank. 
Lovely Kiss, Sunny Beach, Glowing Lips, or Rosy Cheeks? Rosy Cheeks, final answer. Oh, crap. Red Lips <laughs> and Rosy Cheeks. That is from who? Is it Shake It Off? Final answer? Yeah. No. I, no. Wildest Dreams. Ah, that's, yeah, that was the easy <laughs> miss. Ah, oh, damn it. That's okay. Should know that one. You got the lyrics. All right, next set. Stealing hearts and running off and never blank. Getting boring, believing nothing, saying sorry, having training. Right, you got to say that one again. Yep. Stealing hearts and running off and never blank. Getting boring, believing nothing, saying sorry, or having training. Not confident in this Uh-oh. one. Uh-oh. Can I hear the second and third choices? Second and third choices. I'll read the lyrics again. Okay. Stealing hearts and running off and never believing nothing or saying sorry. I'm going to go saying sorry, final answer. You are correct, my friend. Yes. Let's go. All right. <laughs> no, I have absolutely no idea. Um, so it's uh, ready for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I figured it was from the Reputation album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Figures. I had a hunch. I had a hunch. <laughs> All right, next Oof. set. But you would rather be in the blank. Theater, dark age, fine days, mad ways. Dark age, final answer. You're correct. Okay. Rather be in the dark age is that uh wow, what the hell is the name of that song? Uh look what you made me do. Final answer? Yep. Nope. No. You need to calm down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Respect. Dane recognizes game. (laughs) One question left? Uh, Yes. This is the last one. All right. Let's go. And I'm highly suspicious that everyone who sees you... Oh, God. Matt's already shaking his hand. (laughs) Are you going to call your parents and just tell them that you just won a million dollars like you did for (laughs) who wants to be a millionaire? (laughs) I feel like I could. All right. Uh, I'll say it again just because I I cut you off. And I'm highly suspicious that everyone who sees you blank wants you, likes you, cherishes you, adores you. Wants you, final answer. That is correct. Yep. Hold on. I I know the name of this song. You just got to think for a hot sec. Oh, I'm blanking. <gasps> Lover. Yes, that's fine. Right. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. So, oh, Ooh. it is. You got ten out of ten correct. Oh. You're a real one. Big thanks to BuzzFeed for sponsoring this quiz. But Taylor is part of your daily routine: swift, rinse, repeat. And you sec. You scored better. Holy crap, Matt. You scored better than 100% of these quiz takers. Yep. <laughs> Carrying all the Swifties on my back. Right. right now. So That's you have a, a total pain. of one, Ugh. two, three, four, five. You knew six songs exactly where they're from out of the lyrics. So you're and I should have known at least eight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you should have, but yeah. I think, dude, the lyrics, cheapers, creepers. Like, <laughs> there were some tough ones in there. Yeah. There definitely mean, I, some tough ones. I couldn't, like, by the way that I was reading it, I could not tell what the song was from like obviously um what was it the first one um you know i you know she wears high heels i'm like all right well i know what this one is but getting into like um ready for it or um you know uh red uh no i i could tell why why red lips and rosy cheeks like yes could not that one i should have known it was wildest dreams so well congratulations matt I wish I had a trophy for you, but I think the I'll best pat trophy. Myself on the back. Yep, I'll, I'll give you a virtual pat on the back. But I feel like the best gift or best prize that you receive is another new Taylor Swift album you can memorize the lyrics on. So <laughs> I already know a lot of them. <laughs> All right, guys. Hopefully, you scored a ten out of ten. Let us know on our social media at Funny Business Entertainment on Instagram and Facebook, as well as Funny Business E N on Twitter. When we come back, we are throwing it to another sports topics for the day. Don't go anywhere. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. We have a lot to talk about, but we're going to fit it in. So first of all, 
let's do a recap of a few episodes ago. We came up with our name for the new Washington football team. Yes. Did you see what they're going with for this season? The Washington football team. The Washington football team. So they just decided not to pick a name yet, which... Original. It is. <laughs> people, they are now the laughingstock of the league. And now they, they had a whole report come out against the whole front office. It's They're a whole mess. That's a hot could, mess. Could you imagine buying a t-shirt this season? <laughs> the Washington <That's>, football team. <laughs> my, my brother made a good point. That's going to be a collectible. Yeah. Like they're going to be the Washington gonna football sell. team for one year. Mm-hmm. So if you buy merch, you can remember that one season when they were called the Washington football team. And sell it. Yeah. Honestly, someone out there is probably going to. In yeah. like 30 years from now, that's going to be like a collectible. Baseball cards too. Baseball cards would oh be my huge. God. Or, yeah. Yep. That's Pat, a good point. Wait, I didn't even think of that. Was it Mahomes? Well, football cards. No. Uh, who are you talking about? Who, who, who? Did they just acquire somebody big just now? No. No, they have no one. They saw. Wow. <laughs> that was um, me with the sports. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's their saga. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the NBA. So the NBA is back as of the release of this podcast. It would have been last night. Isn't that we scary? Are, we are obviously <laughs> recording this before the the regular season games happen. So, Mike, what we're going to do real quick, we're going to predict what the game, outcome of the game was. Okay. So the first game, I believe, is the Pelicans-Jazz. So the Pelicans... One, one, oh, two, Oh God, you're giving me the line too. Yeah, no, yeah, Holy you you say crap. the line too. What do you? What um, was the final score of the game? Pelicans if, over the Jazz, uh, ninety-two to to eighty-seven. Okay, didn't wow, Zion looked really good out there. Looked like he lost some weight, didn't he? Looked great. Uh, second game is Lakers Clippers. I'm gonna say the Lakers won, one ten to one oh one. I'm gonna say Clippers over Lakers. 109 to 107 okay yeah lebron looks really good after the layoff look at the gray beard man yeah oh my gosh it's insane it's insane but speaking (laughs) he grew grew more gray after (laughs) during this podcast (laughs) did you there was apparently a story with them i'm just gonna bring this up quick yeah like they were doing interviews and like everyone on the team was sitting in a chair and then they did lebron and he was sitting on a throne now, they did research. They said it was just a different chair from the lobby, but it looked like a throne. Okay. <laughs> that's just like the most LeBron thing of all time. Yeah, that sounds but about right. Speaking of the Lakers, speaking of the Clippers, we're going to talk about one of their stars on the team that I brought up on this podcast before, Lou Williams. So we've mentioned before that players having to quarantine for breaking the bubble rules and regulations. Well, Lou Williams now has to quarantine for 10 days and is going to miss the team's first two meaningful games. Oh, no. Because he was given an excused leave of absence from the bubble to go back to his hometown in Atlanta because his grandfather passed away, which is reasonable. Yep. What he was not allowed to do was he went to a restaurant to get dinner. Mm. And because of that, he had to quarantine. Did somebody now, call the NBA snitch line? Somebody may have called the snitch line. It's probably Chris Paul. But <laughs> what what people are what the funny part of this whole story is he didn't go to a restaurant to get food, Mike. He went to a strip club. Let's let's be let, let's give him a little break. It was a gentleman's club, okay? Yes, gentleman's club. Okay. Now it's a very popular gentleman's club in Atlanta. It's called Magic City. Nonetheless, people are coming to his defense saying that they have wonderful food. Like ten out of ten would recommend going to Magic City. That's what people say. I, I hate to say it, Matt, but I, I would kind of back up with that statement too because i think i'm not 100 percent confirmed but we we were on twitter one day and i sent you a picture of somebody say you know what i can't blame lou for coming here and it was a freaking delicious smorgasbord of chicken well i wouldn't call it smorgasbord but a nice plate to go plate per se of look like buffalo chicken chicken tenders and fries those things looked like it was heaven in a plastic container ready to go to heaven. <laughs> it did. So I have a surprise for you. I have their menu. Oh. So you want to roll through Ooh. the menu real quick? Yeah, dude. Let's so, order it, I don't know if Who's you paying? saw this. Uh, you're, we'll split it. Dutch? Okay, we'll go with yes. Dutch. Okay. So <laughs> to start off, they're really known for their wings. Okay. That sa- it says on the menu, the reason you are here, wings. So they have really? re- regular sauces. <laughs> That's what they say. Apparently. I'm going That's here for wings. not my words, their words. So they have lemon pepper, honey garlic, garlic parm, Thai chili, hot, Ooh. all that stuff. 
Okay. What you didn't know, Lou Williams has a wing sauce named after him at Magic City. Yes. Stop. Yes. They are called the Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wings. So he had to get those. It makes total... So, like, right. people were saying, oh, he went to the gentleman's club and he just happened to get food. I think he actually just went there to get dinner. I uh, mean... For for having a sauce named after you, I mean, I don't, I really don't think you'd be lost in the sauce. I, I honestly yeah. think that you would go there for a place that you know. If somebody had my picture up at a restaurant, of course I would go to that restaurant. Absolutely, it's just the <laughs> nice thing to do. Right. They also have some other uh, famous wing sauce, uh, Uncle Jeff Honey Jerk. Okay. Uh, Juju Rude Boy Jerk, and okay. Justice Magic Wings. Justice Magic. Uh, they also have a pre- they actually have a really good menu. Mm-hmm. So they have chicken, chicken quesadillas, um, chicken and waffles. Ooh, yeah, interesting. They have seafood. They got salmon, tilapia, catfish nuggets. Do you ever have catfish? I've never had catfish. Catfish is really good. I would try. Okay. It was shrimp quesadilla, lobster. They got burgers. They got steaks. They have Beyond Burgers, black bean burgers. Uh, you can get a side of broccoli because who doesn't? Get a side of broccoli with their meal at a strip club. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I, I was struck because when I first saw this, I was like, oh, he just went to the strip club. Like, whatever. I legit think, like, how how often do you think he goes to Magic City for food? I feel like it was funny because I kind of joked around with you, Matt, of saying, oh, there goes Dennis Rodman again, you know, after us talking about, um, you know, uh, for the last dance documentary. But it makes sense now. It makes total sense as to why he went to this gentleman's club and like i said if you literally have something named after you on the menu either there's two things either one that restaurant absolutely adores you or number two you have done so much business there that they dedicate something to you because of your patronage and this I one's feel like probably it's both i feel yeah. like it's probably both. It's probably both he probably goes there a lot because they have something named after him I'm just curious to see where he was born to see if that actually he, he's, is. he's from Atlanta. Okay, so he's is, from Atlanta. Which is where Magic City is located. Okay, so that's probably, again, yes. like you said, it's probably both that the, the restaurant adores him because of, you know, him growing up there. And then number two, patronage, you know, all, all that stuff together. So I, I agree yeah. with you. And the, apparently, like, Magic City is known for, like, the locals that come in, like, especially if they, you know, spend a lot of money or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how that works. But they do, like, treat their locals very well. It's just kind of ironic that, you know, he left the bubble for his grandfather's funeral, and now chicken wings. this is the situation that he's in. <laughs> it's also, like, in the big picture of this whole thing is not that he went to dinner at a strip club. He now misses the game against the Lakers, and I think they play the Rockets in the second game. Both pretty big games that they could use him for because he's their best scorer off the bench. Mm-hmm. So, like, the sports side of it is what the big picture should be. Yeah, I mean... I feel like if this this was non-coronavirus things, like this would probably be a thing in the past. But I think, again, I think we're going back to this whole idea of things aren't happening in the sports world as frequent as it is. So anything that happens that is, I hate to say it, but anything that comes out is newsworthy. So for Lou, not just because he went to a gentleman's club, it's because he left the bubble that people are in an uproar about. So I, I think what what's important for us to understand, and you can agree or disagree with me, Matt, is the fact that since sports aren't happening as much as it should be, people are under the microscope, whether it's athletes, coaches, anybody from the, the, the office itself, the front office, um, is truly being put under the microscope because of this situation. Because it's a it's it's not a natural situation right now because everybody's been told to stay home, wear masks and, you know, do social distancing, but you're trying to bring something that's bringing what was originally established as far as sports back in the Great Depression was an escape. And now you're coming up with these ideas that, you know, Oh, we got to write this report because he he left the bubble. Now he has to quarantine for ten days. He's going to miss the Lakers game. He's going to miss the Rockets game. Like this whole ninety mile an hour fastball that really feels like it shouldn't have happened in the first place. I agree to that to a sense, but there have been a few other people that have left the bubble. Zion left the bubble for a family emergency. He didn't have to quarantine because he just he did what he was allowed to do. Yeah. Lou Williams has to quarantine and miss games because he did stuff he wasn't allowed to do. But I do agree. Every everybody's under the microscope now because. 
like you said, everything that happens is news. Uh, did you also see that Michelle Roberts, I believe is her name, the uh, president of the Players Association, said that if things keep up, they might need a bubble for next season as well. Oh. That'd be crazy because that would be like – Could be the next fight from December. To, yeah, it could be because that could be like from December to like July. I don't know if a lot of players would be up for that. I feel like you would have to build a facility if you're going to do a bubble because under the circumstances that there may be, like, yeah, it's be- tough. Because, you know, if someone has a newborn, like, you're going to be away from your newborn for, like, almost a whole year. Like, that, that'd that be a tough situation. I don't know if that's going to come to that because the MLB is trying, trying to do something without a bubble. Messy. But I don't. I really don't think NBA players would, would buy into that for a whole other season. Makes sense. But talking about the MLB, let, let's go there. So we have a lot to talk about with the MLB. We'll squeeze it in. First one, baseball is back for now. For now. <laughs> for now. Uh, let's let's just start off with the Marlins. So baseball was came back last Thursday. Yankees-Nationals were the first game. Giants-Dodgers followed. Everything was looking good until we get to Sunday. And the Marlins finished their series with the Phillies in Philadelphia. And then they had 14 guys test positive on Sunday. So their games are now canceled for the rest of this week. So they won't be playing until Monday. And now the Phillies and Yankees series got canceled this week. Uh, The Phillies aren't playing until Saturday now. They were supposed to play Friday against the Blue Jays. For some reason, that game had to get postponed. So now they're playing a doubleheader. And the Yankees and Orioles were able to figure out a way that they can play each other starting on Wednesday this week. So... I'm just going to predict the future again and say the Yankees won both of those games. Yeah, because the Yankees are awesome. Absolutely. (laughs) But I I wanted to get your thoughts on this real quick. Do you think the season's going to last? Like, I think, I guess I'll answer that first. I don't know. I don't think the season's going to last. Because if you think this is the only team this is going to happen to, you're probably wrong. Because teams are traveling not across the whole country, because basically the East plays the East, the Central plays the Central, and the West plays the West. But... There's too many factors of staying in hotels, going into visiting clubhouses and visiting locker rooms and going on planes and flying. I don't see how this is all going to work like the league thinks it is. I think I think the MLB is at a very big disadvantage because they're not playing, oh, God, 90, 90 no, it's not 90 feet. It's a hundred and size of a basketball court. They're not playing a size of a basketball court. They're They're playing different sized fields and and all that. And I think Matt, we were looking at the possibility when, you know, coronavirus was very high at the time was looking at Texas, looking at the Rangers new stadium and, you know, trying to work that out. I think to be completely honest with you, it's not like where it's the NBA where they have the teams all set as far as like the top, was it top eight that they picked top, top eight or 16. Uh, it's 22 teams total and then 16 make playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So 22 teams, like, it's not like that at the moment. They're starting with a fresh new season, so you know they number one they can't condense their they can't condense the teams because they just started. Number two, they're playing in a larger field slash playing area, so you have to think, okay, where are we going to do this? And number three, along with the field, you also have to think of the isolation, which is not really much convenient based on these stadiums because stadiums are just meant for people to play and to eat <laughs> yep. and that's it. So I, I don't, I don't see it lasting unless the president management, everybody together says, okay, we're going to go to this place. We're going to go to this stadium. It literally has hotels one block away. We're going to book the entire hotel as the bubble. And the only time players are required, not required, but the only time players are able to go outside of the hotel is to the stadium when they play. And then they're dressed up in their field. I mean, sorry, they're dressed up at the hotel. They bring their stuff. They hit the dugout. They don't go into the clubhouse, and boom, that's how you play. Now, the home team may get the advantage, and they may be able to hang out in the clubhouse, which may open up more areas. But, wow, I'm very opinionated with this today. <laughs> no, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. They should have done Texas in the first place or yeah. some play Arizona. They could have. Yeah. They could have easily done – one half of the league at their spring training, even to do spring training, so they can just take buses in Florida. They, they didn't have to fly planes across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, governor. offered that if things get worse, that they can just use New York, like the whole state. So they okay. could use City Field for the Mets, Yankee Stadium, 
Uh, and that but, says a lot too, because yeah. New York has been crapped on for the amount of hate and just yes. dis, just just disgusting negativity. And New York is one of those states that are going down. <laughs> yeah, no, it so really is. Cuomo's just kind of like, you can come here to play after all the shit you talked to me about. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it is pretty funny. But what else was funny was going back to the Yankees Nationals game. Mm-hmm. So they had a ceremonial first pitch, and who better? To throw out their first pitch of their first baseball game of the year in the year 2020. The (laughs) shit show that this year has been for Dr. Anthony Fauci. And wow, was that the most 2020 first pitch of all time. If you didn't see it, it was far left or far, yeah, far left of the plate, bounced it way ahead of time, looked like 50 cents first pitch. First of all, what are your thoughts on the first pitch? Well, I I kept seeing the amount of memes that Fauci um, has has uh, created based on his first pitch. Um, everyone was saying that you know even Fauci's uh, ceremonial first pitches are doing social distancing. Yes, that, that was the <laughs> beyond one. the six feet. Um, you know, um, you could tell that Anthony Fauci's a scientist because he's not good at sports. <laughs> the the jokes were just the, they I were mean, awesome. Twitter was buzzing. Twitter was like old Twitter again. Yeah, awesome. I think uh, Twitter was was back at it again with its with with its normalcy, especially Fauci going out. But I I think Matt, what would have been nice, and I feel like something we both not we both can relate to, but what we both know vividly because we've seen so many highlights and we are Yankees fans is when George Bush came for the ceremonial first pitch when the Yankees were playing against the Diamondbacks, I think it was. Yep. And this was after all the stuff happened after nine eleven. And yep. literally a sweet strike right down the plate. Bush was at the mound too. Now, like I remember, like him talking about it. He's like, you could either pitch in the front of the mound or at the at the um, you know at the the pitcher's mound. And this was Jeter talking to Bush, and you know Jeter was like, you know, if you pitch in front of the mound, they're gonna boo you. So. <laughs> no, that, I, that's one of my favorite stories. And then he's like, you know, here's the president, not putting any pressure on you, but like you can't bounce it either, or, or they're gonna boo the crap out of you. <laughs> Like, this is New York. <laughs> now, if there were fans with Fauci, I mean, I think they would have had the same, they would have had the same uh, response. Yes. But <laughs> yes. that that's where also I wanted to go with this. If you were given an opportunity to throw out a first pitch at a major league game, would you do it? Because I don't think I would. Heck yeah, I would. No, I don't think I would. Nope. I'm not going to become a meme on the internet. Okay, not all, okay you, don't, you don't have to sling it, Matt. You don't have to zing it. Like, you literally just have to... Get it across the plate, whether it's a lollipop, like no, going then, in the no, batter's box. <laughs> no, because then people are going to be like, "Oh, he's softballed what, it in." Did you there. transition like, this into take it already? Loser. Like, <laughs> no, I was going to, but then I found a better one. Oh, so stay oh, tuned God. for that. But no, I don't think I would. There's, there's too much pressure, and I know me. Like, I would be like so psyched out, and I would be like, Bleh. "Like, I'd did you, right did you ground. pitch in?" in no, like, I was an outfielder. See, I was a pitcher, so I think that's why I have more of the confidence in me. I, I pitched once in Little League, like my first time pitching, hit a kid square in the head. I walked <laughs> off the mound. I was like, no, nah, I'm done. Like, this isn't for me. But I, I don't know. I think there's too much pr- Like, we've seen 50 Cent. We've seen Fauci. We've seen uh, Carly Rae Jepsen had an yeah. all-time bad oh. pitch. Uh, there's, there's been so many things circulating on the internet. There's probably, like, complication p- uh, videos on yeah. YouTube of, like, all-time bad first pitches. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd do one. Unless I, like, they were, like, honoring me for something and I had to. Not that I'm ever going to get honored for for anything I do in my life. But that Congratulations, Matt, on one of the best podcasts. Throwing out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, throwing out the first pick of the Yankees versus the Marlins. <laughs> Co-host of the Funny Business Podcast, Mr. <laughs> no, that'd be the only one. The organ plays. <laughs> uh, one more baseball subject I want to get in real quick. Yes. Uh, so everyone remembers the Astros are cheaters and that they cheated Completely. their way to the 2017 Scumbag. World Series. Jerks. Well, this week was the first time that the Dodgers, who they beat in the World Series, played the Astros. So everyone was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to throw at them. Well, they did. Um, so Joe Kelly, who is a pitcher for the Dodgers, who also has been on record as saying that when he throws his fastball, he does not have control over it. He does not know where it's going to go. So 
kudos to him for saying that. <laughs> he threw on a 3-0 pitch, threw over the head of Alex Bregman with the fastball, and Alex Bregman was the biggest guy in the Astros saying, no, we didn't cheat. All you guys are liars. Yeah, okay, sure, okay. buddy. So then later in the inning, uh, to, he threw a pitch over Carlos Correa's head, the shortstop of the Astros, who was also adamant that they didn't cheat. Then he struck out Correa to end the inning, and as he's walking off the mound, goes, nice swing, bitch, and just like gives him like a little pouty face as he's walking <laughs> out the mound. Uh, the bench is clear. There was almost a fight, and I have breaking news because I just checked my phone. Joe Kelly has been suspended eight games by the league That's for intentionally dumb. throwing. Uh, I don't know about that. Here's my thing. I'm all for getting retaliation, and I'm all for hitting a guy. You don't need to throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball on the guy's head. That's what I have an issue unless, with. Unless you're Give him a curveball in the back, <laughs> like mis-throw a curveball, or like just throw, not 98 miles, like take a few miles off your fastball, drill him in the leg, drill him in the butt, drill him in the back. You don't need to go going at people's heads. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. I, I think... I think the MLB was smart in in establishing some type of rule. I know I know I think if I'm correct Matt like they established some type of rule where if a pitcher intentionally hits an Astros hitter like they get thrown out or something like that. The something it escalates like a little bit bigger. But yes. I feel like they did a good job in doing that because it would literally be peg city the entire time of the Astros season, which to me not a bad idea, but <laughs> I think they're still going to get hit a lot. Because oh, yeah. people, pitchers can disguise it. If it's like a 2-1 count, you can go say, oh, I tried to throw a breaking ball, which I, I was watching the game today. Guy tried to throw a breaking ball, not an Astros mm-hmm. game, but he it just didn't break, and it went behind the guy. Like Sometimes it happens. So pitchers mm-hmm. are going to find a way to get around it. I feel like especially, you know, not Little League, but your MLB, you're throwing a 90, 90 to 100, depending on how fast you throw, and curveballs sometimes at the high 80s, like, have you have you ever tried to hit off an eighty or ninety mile? Okay, so I've done that. I can, with I can barely a, hit like a seventy mile. Hour. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with a a pitching machine. Holy crap, that's insane! <laughs> you literally, I forget the number, but like you literally against a ninety mile an hour fastball have like point two seconds to the side if you're going to swing or not. Faster than you can blink. I think yes. that's what it is. Yes, it's it's insane. I don't know how these guys can do it. That's why they're professionals. Mm-hmm. And we're professionals um, in podcasting. Absolutely. I wanted to go back because I just checked my phone and forgot I missed something. Back to yeah. the Lou Williams situation real yes. quick. I'm going to read you a tweet. Okay. And I want you to guess who, who tweeted it. Oh, God. So it's someone <laughs> in sports media. Okay. Sports media. So not sports a player. Sports media. Not a player. Okay. No. Here's the tweet. Strip clubs have great food? Really? Why do you never see a produce truck parked outside a Spearmint Rhino? Now, for, for, for reference, a Spearmint Rhino... Is a famous strip club in Las Vegas. Okay. Who so tweeted I it? Two. I have two. I'll thoughts. say it again. Yep. Strip clubs have great food. Really? Why do you never see a produce produce truck parked outside a spearmint rhino? Um, Skip Bayless. You're close. Oh. It was Colin Cowherd. Okay. <laughs> which is just hysterical that Colin Cowherd knows the name of a strip club in Las Vegas. Would have been better if it was a Woj bomb. That would have been that would awesome. But Skip Bayless was also also a good good yeah. suggestion. All in all, it's great to have some sports back. NHL comes back on Saturday. NHL had four thousand tests of players and personnel, zero positive results. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. Matt actually has topics to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. I could go on for like another fifty minutes, but I'm not because it is time for take it. All right, so this week, I'm happy to announce another non-food one. Wow. Yeah, I'm on a roll. This is wow. like three or four in a row. I think it's three in a row. I don't even know. Because so, last week was about sports. Last week was sports, and then the other was Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Yes, so three Three's weeks in a row. So this is more of a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather be a pirate or a ninja? <laughs> Well, I'm going to go first on this one. Okay. I would hands down be a ninja. Okay. Like easily be a ninja because uh-huh. you, you're like so stealthy and like you could just be like chilling one minute and then like like there could be like a fight that breaks out and in like 0.2 seconds like you're like a, you could do so many things as a ninja like in a split second. Whereas a pirate, you're always being like chased like people know you like there, there's not a lot of benefits to being a pirate. 
So so why 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 couldn't the little boy go to a pirate movie? Because it was rated R. Yes, because it was rated R. <laughs> but that's the other thing. Like, there's so many pirate jokes. Like, if you, like if you're a pirate, people just like joke and like don't take you seriously. If you're a ninja, no one's gonna mess with a ninja. So I have to. I have to expand a little bit, Matt, because I feel like you're taking the cartoonish style of a pirate. And uh, for those who know, I am choosing a pirate. I feel like spending time on the sea and finding booty <laughs> or treasure. <laughs> but being able to, I mean, I, I've seen like video games and, and just other things that, that have um, portrayed pirates and like I don't want to say the the modern day pirates because those those guys are just freaking scary and like would yeah, never those guys those. are I don't consider them true pirates no. but I guess they are pirates. I feel like having a peg leg or a parrot or you know just having your own office on a freaking ship, like you know I I think having those things would make it's almost like having it's almost being an entertainer on a yacht like you know just not a yacht a a, a cruise like <laughs> okay, but like, pirates pirates don't have like nice offices like no pirate has a okay, nice office but you have an office on a ship like can you say that can you say you have an office on a ship like you don't <laughs> okay what happens when you get a leak in the sink ships then okay. your office is flooded when does that happen what do you mean? You're in the water. It could happen any time. Okay, there, quiet ninja. What, people, what if people, like people a shark coming out of the shadows? You what, coward. What if like a shark comes up and like attacks the ship, and then it, it hits the bottom of the ship, and then okay. you got a leak at the bottom of the These, ship? You're dead. This, this is not like Titanic. The, the sharks are. What do you not... mean? How do you know Titanic happened in real okay. life? Okay, do pirates go to a place? Where there's ice. No. I'm not you talking about ice. Beach. I'm talking about a shark. Okay, Matt, this is not the sharks that we play when we're playing Fortnite, man. Like, it's... You'd have to hit a whale. You'd have to hit a whale. No. And Are you that, saying a shark couldn't puncture the bottom of a pirate ship? If it was ticked off, but who? why would it be ticked off? Why, why would a shark sharks. be ticked off over a ship? What if the shark goes up to eat a fish and misses and, like, plows into the bottom of the ship? Sharks have the coordination... <laughs> What if the, what if the pirates dump something off the ocean? It hits the shark in the head, Chum. and then the shark's like, oh, "Screw you guys!" and like goes after him. I don't think that would happen. Matt. Did, have you ever seen Shark Week? Have you seen Sharknado? Sh- <laughs> what if there's a Sharknado in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> also, wow. Okay, <laughs> you act like sharks are like gentle, gentle things. They're gentle they're, if they're you nasty. don't if you don't like. I, okay. What if they smell blood? I what if, don't, some, what if I don't want to say. Blood? Go ahead. I don't want to say that I can go up to a shark and pet it, but like you literally have to agitate the shark in order for you to actually. This is not even the whole conversation. It's would you rather be a no. pirate? Would you rather be a ninja? Let me tell you: grabbing booty, digging for booty, and getting that booty and putting it on your you ship with that booty. booty. What's that? You don't think ninjas can get booty? You think ninjas get booty? Yeah, they're probably going to ghost everybody by the time they get their Pull booty. Pull out like a six sword, like, yo, look at my sword. Like, oh, that's Pirates awesome. can do that, too. <laughs> yeah, but ninjas the are beards. like... So, you can get away with so much as a ninja. You can get, get away, away with, with pirates, so too. But you see them on... What, what, oh, you're going to float away in your ship that takes like five minutes to, to uh, start? Okay. What if you go... Okay, so the pirates go and raid a town. And then they go to leave. They got to take the anchors out, and it takes like five minutes for them once they get on the ship to leave. Ninja, you can go in. I don't condone this, but you could go into like rob a bank or something, and like blink and fire, you're gone. Like, what the? Where did he go? I feel like we got to talk about the the gear that now. Now I have to say a sa- Well, it's not even a samurai sword because ninjas aren't samurais; they're ninjas. They still have samurai swords. I feel like the stuff. Well, pirates would win anyway. If, it, if we went mean? pirates versus ninjas, pirates would win. How? They have guns. They have flintlocks. The ninjas can just... They're ninjas. They have, like, super... Not superhuman, because they're, they're not superheroes. Heroes, <laughs> but they have, like, oh, super just speed. Like, ba- they just can like dodge, Batman. Like, He's a superhero. No, Batman's not a superhero. Neither are ninjas. Neither is ninja the, the, the streamer. But, <laughs> like, ninjas can <laughs> dodge ninja. things. That's why they're ninjas. They're, like, shifty. They can... Like, ninjas would easily beat a pirate so you're saying we start a battle how are pirates coming in they're coming in on their ship yes you can easily see them coming you can't maybe a ninja you can't always see a ninja coming cannonballs okay ninjas can just avoid it 
with an onslaught. Three yes. cannonballs. Those things yes. cause a lot of damage. Yes. Easy. Are you saying a ninja couldn't beat Jack Sparrow? Do you know how many times Jack Sparrow died to a, a pirate that was way worse than he was? I got a job, dude. I got a job, Like a ninja dude. could easily mess up Jack but Sparrow. they have the technology. <laughs> they have the technology. You could shoot a ninja. Ninjas literally, I'm... Matt, ninjas either literally have to get within a socially distant area in order for them to use their weapons or they have to get right up and close if they want to actually assassinate somebody See, a pirate but here, here's why i'd rather be a ninja all of your arguments on why a pirate would win is nothing to do with the pirate it has to do with the pirate ship yes and how could you not say oh pirates don't belong on ships i'm not saying pirates don't belong on ships but if, if i would rather be a ninja like pirates then what you're saying is they can only win in water because that's 90% of the time how they fought. But what happens pirate, when the pirates get off the ship, ship and go to raid the town? Ninjas are going to kill them. Uh, I don't know. Because the guns, the, the flintlocks. Ninjas can know, just man. knock the guns out of their hands. Also. They have to go approach also, them, Matt. Also. Also. Okay. They have a sword, too. Also. Uh-huh. Pirates can easily get seasick. Yeah, if they're new. Okay. Some people are pirates raised have to start on a off somehow. Ship. So you're saying there's a new, a new, uh, the freshman pirates, the new recruits, freshman coming pirates. In like, oh, I'm so seasick. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna be a ninja. Like they're all gonna. It leave. would be easier and quicker to train a pirate than it would be a ninja. That's true, but that's why ninjas are awesome because it takes a specific. So literally, skill I can to be hand a, a, I can hand a 16 year old and say, here, this is how it goes. Boom. Kill those ninjas. <laughs> Meanwhile, you pirate. Like, one must no. honor. How's a pirate the, ship going to survive sword a hurricane? The and the shuriken. <laughs> how's a pirate ship going to survive a hurricane? How's how's ninjas going to survive a tornado? You, every people survive tornadoes all the time. Yeah. Okay. Like you put that on me. All right. <laughs> that was one of our better take it segments. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, that, that got very heated. <laughs> I did not expect that. Ninjas, uh, ninjas are so much better. Why do you think ninjas? His name is Ninja, not Pirate. Because he probably he played a, a game that had stealth. Because he was. Hey, that's why ninjas are better. Okay, than stealth here. so that that's just preference. Okay, that's not. Oh well, you know, I'm. You know, I bet if he was on a ship, he'd probably name something along around a pirate. Well, yeah, because that makes more sense. Okay, so he wasn't, so it didn't make sense. I'm just saying. It's a point for ninjas. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Pirates can only win in water. Take them off their ship, they are dead. Dead. I don't believe you. <laughs> dead. Just like your argument. Dead. I don't believe you. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm going to stick with well, the pirate. I'm sorry that I'm right. I'm going to sail away into the sunset. Come sail away. <laughs> well i hope we will certainly put this poll up in the uh, uh social uh, fa- the facebooks the social i'm excited medias. i'm excited to see this poll outcome I'm, I'm really excited to see what this outcome is um you know hopefully you could follow us on our social media at funny business entertainment facebook oh, hold on well, i have one more point one more point no it's done no Shut up, i have one more Shut point up. i'm gonna mute I, you why is why it's easier <laughs> for being a ninja because why? It, you don't get like people don't know famous ninjas like people know famous pirates so it's easier to find you if you're in trouble as a pirate it's harder to find you if you're you know in trouble as a ninja why because you're hiding all the time yes coward anyway um <laughs> again funny business entertainment facebook instagram funny business en on twitter um you can find us on our youtube page if you haven't seen us yet all these podcasts are live on youtube um, they usually are in the premiere when they release on Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so if you're looking for more of a visual entertainment rather than a audio entertainment, but we do recommend both both formats. We try to throw in, sprinkle in a little bit of different uh, differences in between the both of them. But um, we try to live stream once a week. Uh, Matt and I have been uh, getting some dubs on Fortnite since. So, uh, you know, if you have a chance, be sure to check out our YouTube channel and... I don't know, Matt. Anything else to add? I uh, hope everyone is you know, staying healthy through all this. And I, like I said before, I think we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with this whole coronavirus thing. Yes. And hope everyone's enjoying sports coming back. Yes. And if you are interested, I feel like I'm going to throw this out now. Um, Matt and I are possibly thinking of coming up with a uh, 
live stream thon. Let's put it that way. Not a, yes. not a not a live thon, but a live stream thon. Running possibly twelve hours. I don't think we're ready for twenty four yet. We're gonna try it. Nope. But if you feel like we should do something and you have ideas, or if we just should just outright do it. Um, be sure to find our email at funnybusinessentertainment at gmail.com or you can just DM us on our social media. So yeah, we're, we're, we're hopefully planning on doing this when we're together in person. So it doesn't just have to be like internet stuff that we can do. If you guys have like suggestions, like a game we can play or something like that, we're up for it. Yes, certainly. Well, until next time, guys, we will see you next week. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe, everyone.